Hi everybody, I'm Dr. Gavin Scriven. People call me Dr. Gav and with me is the founder of the non-surgical penis augmentation procedure uh, we call Calibre, Dr. Jace Notes. Thanks Dr. Gav and together we are the Dick Doctors and we are going to be talking about all things penis. Uh, our area of expertise is um, injectable penis augmentation. There's a, a lot to talk about um, penises and uh, together myself and uh, Dr. Gavin will be doing that. Today we're going to be talking about frenuloplasty. Okay, so uh, a good place to start would be what is what is a frenula? Many guys probably wouldn't know exactly what that is. Okay, well, um, maybe the first thing I'll do is I'll show you my frenulum. So here it is. Oh it's dear, a, <laughs> that's not going to work very well on um, on a podcast. But a frenulum is a uh, is a band of uh, tissue. Uh, that tends to restrict the, um, the movement of, a, of another tissue. So if you've got your tongue and you stick it up underneath your um, upper lip and you can feel that thin band of tissue there, that's the frenulum of your upper lip. And right. uh, then there's a frenulum on the penis as well. It's on the uh, underside of the, of the glands and it's attaching that underside of the glands uh, to the foreskin. Uh, so for guys who are, are uncircumcised, uh, they'll be familiar with the frenulum. For guys who are circumcised, they will be much less familiar with it because often the frenulum is basically uh, excised in the circumcision mm. process. Right. Um, and what I, I guess, what, you know, what's the significance of talking about the, the frenulum uh, um, today? You know, why, why is it so important and why is it good or why is it bad? Does it cause any issues? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, the, the frenulum is a normal part um, of your penis. It's a normal part of your, of your body. So it's there for a reason. And the reason is there to help um, pull the, uh, the foreskin back over the, the head of the penis to, to keep the, uh, the foreskin covering the, uh, uh, the glands. Right. Um, and therefore, you know, when you've been circumcised, uh, well, you don't need it anymore because there's no um, foreskin to, to pull back. That makes but sense. Some guys, it will cause a problem because it can be, um, can be tight. Uh, and that tightness can actually lead to it splitting and tearing. Mm. And um, I don't you know. I know that you've seen guys with this problem just like I have. And apparently, it is like just a terrible, terrible um, uh, pain in the mm. head of the penis. Mm. Uh, it'll often um, uh, happen while they're having sex. So they've got mm. that tension on the, uh, on the foreskin. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it could be in the, the middle of, of, of having sex and the frenulum itself splits. And, mm. um, uh, and that's that for um, having uh, sex at that time. And then it can take quite a while to um, just heal up. Uh, and some guys, it, it'll never really totally heal up. And there's always this little fissure in, in the frenulum. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm constantly irritated. And then every time they, they're getting an erection, there's potentially this tight splitting pain, cutting, burning pain underneath the glands of the penis. Uh, and you know, the guys get to the point where they're, they're scared of having an erection, which must be terrible. Yeah, no, it's not definitely not a, a, a good thing. So um, uh, we mentioned at the start of frenuloplasty, uh, which would mean what somehow you know, um, operating on the frenulum. operating on the frenulum and getting rid of this problem, yeah, uh, which is what we offer. I know I'm sort of just creating a bit of a question and answer session, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but um... <laughs> pretending you don't know what it is. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, and, and so 
Um, yeah, so what we need to do is then release that um, tension in, in, in the frenulum uh, and get it to heal, uh, heal across. Uh, mm -hmm. And for the most part, it's a relatively um, thin band of, of, of skin. And uh, just under, under local anesthetic, we can uh, divide it down, um, put in a, a few dissolving stitches and uh, to get it to heal so that uh, that tightness is, is released, the, the underside of the, of the foreskin becomes more mobile. And they don't have to worry while um while erect that it's going to be tight and, and, and split. Mm. So, um, as, as you know, um, it's relatively quick procedure. Mm. Um, little dot of local anaesthetic. Um, you know, we've got a, a special um, machine where we can divide it through and minimise any uh, any bleeding. Mm -hmm. There's multiple ways of, of doing it. Um, different doctors and surgeons have different preferences. Some people like um, avoiding stitches altogether um, and, uh, and, and just putting on a bit of tissue glue because it's like, um, like super glue really, because that's what it is, medical version of super glue. Um, and then keeping it um, lubricated, usually with like an antibiotic type ointment or sort of Vaseline. Mm -hmm. uh, we get the guys to gently retract the, the foreskin sort of morning and night because what you don't want to do in the healing process is it to heal and, and the two sides to stick back together. And that's probably mm. the, the main sort of um, thing that we, we were trying to avoid and, and, and get the guys to do in, in that sort of post-op healing phase. Sure. Um, and are, uh, before going down that path, if, if there are guys out there with this problem, uh, um, are there other sort of, you know, less invasive solutions? <laughs> Yes, you know, there are, and um, they start off with just, you know, um, putting uh, some of these ointments uh, sort of on the, on the skin just to try and get that little split to heal. Mm. Um, uh, but, and you, you can get that immediate sort of healing to happen, but it's still likely to split again. Mm. Uh, you can inject a steroid into that um, area and that takes away uh, some of the inflammation. Mm. And with doing that, you might be able to get a little bit of stretch into mm. the um, into the into the ligament, uh, but it's only uh, a relatively small amount. And for, for the majority of people, um, it's not really the answer to, to what they want. Right. Do you use any other um, uh, methods? Basic. Right. Yeah, uh, well, uh, just pretty similar to what you're saying with the steroid, but it doesn't have to be the injectable steroid. They can try a, a sort of a month course of a topical steroid. Um, yeah. Yep. And to the same area in, in much the same way, reduces the inflammation, but also can thin and, and help stretch out the skin uh, or the tissue a little bit more. And they might get just enough stretch to take away some of that um, tightness. Um, but yes, you're, I mean, and, and it does actually work for a, a few people out there. Um, but if there's a, if there's a significant tightness that is causing significant tears, generally that's not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Uh, from what yeah, I've, I've generally found like as a temporizing measure that can, that can be good. But yeah, most of the guys who get to see me, um, about a tight frenulum, uh, and, and having pain and tears they're, they're, they're ready for, for surgery and, uh, the cream just isn't, isn't enough for them. And you know, maybe you know, if they're seeing their GP initially about it, that could be an adequate sort of first line sort of treatment. Has 
had that conservative treatment first, and then when we're offering them more definitive solution, um, that you've known they've at least had that option of having a conservative treatment. Yeah. And I guess a lot of guys would be thinking um, who have this problem, they'd be a little bit scared about having uh, something like the, any kind of cutting going on down there um, yeah, and, yeah. you know, worried about the downtime. But as you said, um, the downtime is not that significant. The healing time is only over a couple of weeks, really. Well, yeah. Um, they're they're already on downtime anyway. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> met, you know, guys, when we were, you know, we were training in this years ago um, and some of these young guys, they were just petrified and like some of them had never had a, a sexual experience. And the yeah. only reason was that fear of tearing the frenulum. Tearing. So yeah. um, it becomes a significant issue. And of course, they they don't know who to go to, you know, like typical guys, um, they don't just go to their GP and say, I've got this problem and find out that there's a solution for it. Yeah. Um, so guys, um, just as a general sort of thing, uh, if you've got anything wrong with your, your health anywhere, go and see your GP first. Um, you yeah. might find that there's a, a solution that's a lot easier than, uh, than what you uh, thought it was going to be. Exactly right. Um, now, of course, there is a little blood vessel at the base of, of the frenulum. And so mm. that's something that, you know, uh, we need to be a little bit uh, careful of. You know, certainly I've never uh, experienced when, when doing this any significant um, bleeding. Uh, and we've got that diathermy machine there that we can buzz in, in little bleeds. But that's obviously one of the things that we need to be, be careful of. And then sure. deeper again, there is a, um, is a nerve, a sensory nerve. Um, but I, I don't think in general we're getting anywhere down near to that sort of level to, um, sure. uh, to encounter these sorts of um, anatomy that we've got to be more uh, worried about. Yep. And in general, most guys, it's a fairly simple division and then stitching the, 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 the skin back together. Occasionally, you can get a guy who's got a really wide frenulum mm. and they may take a, a little bit more surgery. And um, there are procedures like uh, what's called a Z-plasty, uh, where we um, rotate the skin around. Um, but overall, I've found uh, being very successful with um, the, the simpler sort of procedures that's much more, less uh, involved for the, for the guys. Mm. And I believe it's not very painful after the procedure um, during recovery. No, no. That, in fact, generally, they're, they're really relieved right from the start because yeah. that, that tension and splitting um, is gone. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember one guy that did it on and he sort of came back and he said it's like 90% better, but you know, still had um, uh, a little bit. Mm. Um, and in fact, we did put a, a steroid injection um, in him and that did seem to, to help. So uh, it, it's not like any surgical or medical procedure. It's not a 100% guarantee fix for, for everybody. Yes. But um, it's, certainly, it's, it's certainly a big step forward for you know, the vast majority of, of guys. And if it doesn't release the attention entirely, uh, I guess there are other options. Um, seeing someone who could perform a full circumcision, for example. Um, there, yes. there are other options out there. Yeah. And I... I find that most guys are quite attached to their foreskin and, and, and want to keep it. Um, so yeah, you've really got to have um, a fairly significant ongoing issue to want to go down the, the, the full circumcision um, route. Uh, but yeah, that, that is, that's like the final sort of stage and solution for it if they, um, they have to get that far. Sure. All right. Well, I think 
I think that really covers off on on the frenulum, what it is um, and why it may cause an issue and what the potential solutions are. Um, so yeah, as Dr. Jason said, if you have a problem, um, you need to book in and talk to a doctor. And if it's your GP first, that's fine. And then you can come and talk to us and, we're, and feel free to book in a consult with us at the Caliber Clinic. Great. Okay, guys, if you do have any questions about frenuloplasty or anything else, uh, then yeah, just post it uh, down below. We, uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you. Otherwise, um, we'll be back again soon with another episode of The Penis Show with the Dick Doctors. And don't forget, confidence changes everything. <laughs>